the Biden administration. Yeah. What what grade do you give Joe Biden and his cronies? Um and his lady grade. And his what? An inflated grade. I still didn't hear you. An inflated grade. Oh, an inflated grade. Yes. What about Trump? Well, this is inflated too, but it's not as inflated as it could be if he's not mopping. That's true. That's true. I think I understand what we're going to talk about now. Yeah? World War Me? World War Me, yeah. How how inflation uh, has been a pattern for the last century, obviously. Yeah. Every president, specifically since Nixon, especially, has has inflation embellished and fluctuated the inflation rate to the extreme. Let's, let's just put it this way. He was the first one to say real inflation hasn't been. He was. And it was under his administration that the gold standard was taken off and the petrodollar <laughs> was uh, made the currency reserve of the whole world. Petro Fantastic times. Only as liquid as the oil they control. Well, where's that oil coming from now? Because if it's not coming from from the United States of America, no way. That depends on who's. (laughs) It could come from Canada. There could be a partnership, at least. Yeah. That helps out our brothers from the north. Um, if the Biden administration decided not to fall into the lap of these corporate Green New Deal status and shut down what probably could have been finished within like the next decade, the Keystone Pipeline. Yeah. I mean, don't get me well, wrong, like, go ahead. I mean, you know, Biden obviously is in a maple syrup summer. So. Biden is more like a Swiss cheese head. Yeah. <laughs> so, maybe maybe he's been smoking the crack, not Hunter. Yeah. Hunter's just been running, running cover for him. Exactly. Hunter's the, he's the real brains behind the operation. And the, the whole laptop thing, laptop gate, that, that was, uh, that was, that was actually Jen Saki. Hmm. She left the laptop. She would probably be the one that I, that would be believable if I, if we were to say that. Let's start a rumor. Yeah. It was Jen Saki. Because she is so fucking callously stupid, it's not even funny. What is with uh, these press secretaries within like the last like decade 
being full-blown fucking retarded? Is it literally just for entertainment purposes? I guess they they don't want the secret getting out. It's really the press secretaries. Yeah. You know, ever since Monica and Lindsay had all been hush-hush. Yeah, but Monica, Monica, Monica Lewinsky wasn't a press secretary, was she? She was just an intern. Yeah, but that's just her cover story, man. Uh-huh. Obviously, she has to work. So what you're saying is... She was the OG feminine. Oh. Um, yeah, I, I get that. I, I was thinking, like, you know, maybe... Maybe uh, when Jen Psaki was a little girl, since uh, this is Biden's MO, um, he felt her up, started touching her a little bit. Next thing you know, press secretary. Well, you know, all those politicians are connected. Mm-hmm. It's a big family system, so I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, in all seriousness. Pay to play. It wouldn't be. Who wouldn't be surprised? There is a connection in a lot of ways. I mean, isn't uh, isn't Obama and Bush somehow connected? Yeah. I mean, yeah, uh, connected to George Washington. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if that is the case. Um, <laughs> the experiment was the American experiment is less of an experiment when it comes to this federalist republicanist idea of uh, representative democracy it's such a fallacy it's i mean we know it's a fallacy obviously but i mean to the masses <laughs> um it's not like it's, it's it not would be a slap if it's the, the case if it's if it's not it's not if it's if it's the case it's if this narrative that's true. That's true. Because there's always a narrative. There's a season, oh. right? Mm-hmm. They come out with seasons. Season one, season yeah. two. Season, mm-hmm. season one, season two. It's a story. It's in Great Britain. Yeah. Great Britain. Great Britain, it's series. They're different. Well, they went they out and found the season for their food for themselves. <laughs> they didn't have the... The capacity to make their own season. Mm-hmm. They had to go out and get. They had to pick the season. They had to find the spice. Mm-hmm. The spice of life. And those spice, that spice of life, either came from the East Indies, the West Indies, or India. <laughs> they just weren't interested in spice of life comedy. They did until they got to China. Oh yeah, they got slapped around a little bit. They were able to keep. Uh, at least they were able to keep Hong Kong till 1997, though, right? Yeah, it's just one of that uh, drug that's addiction comedy. China. Yeah, that's a that's a good comedy. The Opium Wars in Hong Kong. The Rebellion of the Boxers, which actually the United States is involved in, actually. It's intriguing how uh, how uh, the world is shaped and goes around. Maybe it is. One thing changes the world that stays the same. Mm-hmm. Like I said, maybe it is flying. Yeah. 
It's not. <laughs> There's no way. Real Satanism hasn't been tried. Did you say real Satanism? Sadism. <laughs> Sadism. Sadism, Satanism, all the same, right? She was cute. Yeah, but she was a whore. Yeah. Well, probably not the kind of person you want to start a family with. Mm-mm. Especially, uh, especially if Epstein got a hold of her when she was twelve. Well, you know, you play that game, you get a few press secretary, so it all works out. Hi, Jen Saki. She's like, is he right? <laughs> oh, God. It is. It, it, it really is. It's all about the narrative. It's all about entertainment. It's all about concealing something. That's exactly what it is. And that's why these press secretaries really are like, they are characters. Yeah. I mean, Trump had a couple characters, didn't he? He had a... Uh, yeah. He had, uh, who was his first one before Huckabee? He was kind of a, kind of an idiot. Was it, was it Spicer? Sean Spicer? Well, well, that was his name, right? He was kind of like ignorant. Yeah. And like kind of, he was ignorant enough to just basically be kind of tunnel vision straight to the, straight to the fact that I'm running the show here and then you got Sarah Huckabee. Hmm. <laughs> Something like that. Like it, you went from inter- not entertaining and an ignorant fuck just pushing a narrative and running the show to, I guess, some facet of entertainment that was to prep uh, prep up Trump onto a pedestal. He did kill that kid in that one movie about being president one day. He fulfilled his promise. His he obligation. Did for, he did fulfill his promise. So. You think, uh, you think Trump is gonna run again in 2024? Yeah. <laughs> I do too. He had, I mean, I he has one more turn. Yeah. I think he is. I think he's gonna pull another, he's gonna be the... Hmm. So my mom, he gets to have two turns because he didn't do eight to sec- uh, eight, or eight years in a row. Well, and if he runs, it wouldn't be. I mean, history has happened. It has happened before with Grover Cleveland. I mean, who lost to Benjamin Harrison in, uh, um, what was that, the 1888 election, presidential yeah. election? And then Cleveland came back and ran for what would be his second term um, yeah. and won it. So the only difference would was is like obviously back then there were no term limits. So yeah. that wouldn't go into effect until after FDR died in office after uh, completing like two months of his fourth term. Yeah. Um, but 
um, it wouldn't be. I mean, it, it wouldn't be like it, it hasn't happened. Grover Cleveland had had two terms. Both of them were not consecutive. I mean, yeah. there was a space in between where Benjamin Harrison was your president, and uh, so if Trump were to decide to to run in 2024, which he obviously is, and he gets the nomination and ends up getting elected, which honestly I don't see it happening. Um, but you never know. Never know. Um, hasn't been tried. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he would just have his second term, basically, with the space in between, which is Biden's one term. I don't know. Do you uh do you think Biden's gonna make it through his uh his term? Yeah. Or do we see? Do you? I do too. Yeah. Um. I I don't think uh. I don't think the health is that bad. I think obviously he's, I mean, he's obviously 79 years old, almost going on 80. Uh, yeah. That some things occur as you get older with the mind, with the brain. Um, yeah. He's, uh, he's still the evil, racist, and corrupted piece of shit that he always has been for the last uh, almost 40 years in public office. Yeah, it says something about you when you spend your entire adulthood life being in politics and actually have a real job. Mm-hmm. But, but we uh, all should be sorry. We all should be sorry for him. You know why? Just he lost his first wife and his daughters in a car crash. That that does yeah. suck for him. But I mean, like he gave a fuck. I mean, he may have was beginning, but like, that's a long time ago now. I don't know. It wasn't. I mean, he married Jill not too long after. They got married not too long after uh, his first wife and his daughters died, didn't they? Yeah, I think so. So, I mean, I'm not saying like personally, maybe that still hurts him down inside of him, but at the same time. I don't believe it because he's been a politician all his life. So, yeah. a career politician, I don't, I don't see them as a person. Yeah, crisis actor. Yep. Mm-hmm. If Alex Jones is on this hill right now, he'd be laughing joyously. Yeah. He'd uh. Definitely be wearing a tinfoil hat about the cameras not working. But what do I know? Uh, not not a whole lot. But what does yeah. anybody know anymore? Considering the the narratives are ever changing and uh, everybody is always on to the next best thing to step onto. Yeah. I mean. A month ago, it was or early, early not a month ago, two months ago, it was still COVID and the vaccines. Yeah. All through March, it was the Ukraine and the, the Russian invasion. Uh, it still kind of is, obviously. Uh, then all yeah. of a sudden, it flipped to uh, Will Smith slapping Chris Rock yeah. at the Oscars and getting banned for life. He's banned for life now um, yeah. from the Oscars. Uh, kind of sucks for him. Uh, he's obviously uh, 
abusive on marriage. But um, I'm not going to let it affect my life because that's not my life. It sucks. Um, yeah. And then, uh, we're, and then we're, the narrative is starting to flip yet again back to COVID. It's, it's like they know they can easily manipulate and twist and they have a hold on everybody. Yeah. Killer bees live up. Yeah, and, and the, the inflation issue and the supply chain issues and the shortages that we're already seeing because of everything in effect that has gone on through the last couple years uh, especially, I mean, it's starting to fruition, and yet it's just blame the next thing that happens for what is already happening, and yeah. people are just eating it up. Inflation is because of Russia, you know that? Yeah, <laughs> I saw Twitter. Oh, well, <laughs> Mm-hmm. The, the little ice cream uh, uh, mm-hmm. they used to be a dollar now they're ten dollars or two yeah I wonder why yeah I wonder why it's because of the excessive manipulation of the monetary policy ran by the private monopoly of our central bank system for the last hundred years that had went into overdrive in 1971 when under a Republican president I'm gonna say that key word this he was a Republican at this time um, took us off that gold standard completely so that we didn't have to effectively pay back what people were finally cashing in on their credit I think it was France actually was the I'd have to look further into it but I think France was the leader on this and we uh, went uh, we we focused more on the the global oil uh, commodity and placed the petrodollar as the world's currency reserve and ever since then things have been skyrocketing through the 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 consumer index um and we haven't seen inflation at its highest and it is higher but we haven't seen inflation at its highest since the 70s when that took place but you're seeing it now after the couple years with covid and the bailouts and stimuluses with the the PP the CARES Act with the PP the PPP and and the and then the individual checks sent out that actually happened twice two or three times and all this this and that the the national the federal mandated uh, moratoriums for like rent and utilities you're you're starting to see the the influx as you play as you print more money out of nothing in order to surplus an economy just pump it with nothing with more paper money without uh, while and not allowing the market to correct itself what do you expect is going to happen so you can't blame you can't even really blame covid 
to a certain extent you can, but you can't blame COVID. You can't blame Russia or Putin at this point. You can't blame you can't even you can't blame corporations for it, it, uh, and businesses doing doing their thing to try to make a profit because uh, they have to make a profit. They're businesses. You can't. I mean, it's it's government intervention and the monopolizing of the of of the monopolizing of, of the Federal Reserve and the state influence into the economy. Hmm. Essentially, yeah. you want to speak, so <laughs> there's some big fancy stock market company. I have to learn to, to sacrifice their, you know, immature and not not willing to take the the pain associated with growth in order to. You know, they're just a little disconnected. I can't remember exactly what the name of the company was. It's a, I won't say Black Rocket. It's not Black Rock? I would have thought it was Black Rock. That sounds like Black Rock. Um, like George Bush said, you're going to have to abandon free market principles to set the free market. George Bush did say that. I forget which, which Bush was it? It was W, wasn't it? Yeah. Or was it HW? It was W. No. Yeah. Yeah. Which that doesn't make any sense. Like, how do you abandon free market principles? And still keep a free market. <laughs> you can't. You can't have a free market if you have centralization, uh, added centralization within the market. Yeah. I guess you can say real capitalism has been tried. But real, but capitalists are evil. Remember? Yeah. According to the communists. Yeah, the communists are good. Yeah. Now sit back while I, I strip your, your pregnant wife naked and watch them into the streets and shoot in the back of it. Well, you it, know, it, for the court. Exactly, for the state. exactly. That's, that's, that's what communism does. But what I was going to say is communism good, except for Putin's version of communism. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I mean, all... Revert to the <laughs> so, the feeder principle. Turn to the turn to the mean. Mm-hmm. Take from Peter to give to Paul with a gunshot to the back of the head. Unless they're in a jail cell, then they might have hanged themselves without any rope or anywhere to hang not, themselves. There's nothing about that. Oh, I'm not supposed to talk about that. Make sure you buy plenty of whack. Spe- speaking of whack, I wonder when we're going to hear uh, on the news reports uh, Ghislaine Ma- Maxwell being uh, suicided in her jail cell. 
Oh man, she's got a book right that says right, right? Does she? Gonna give up? She does, doesn't it? Well, you know that. But my that's probably my story. Yeah. And then she'd get like, and then all of a sudden, you know, pop pop. She passed away unexpectedly in jail. Oh, they'll, they will. They'll let her start writing a book. They're just going to another they island. Will. They've got their they've got their places. Mm-hmm. Wonder, uh, oh. wonder if that island's wonder wonder if that island's gonna be uh, Guantanamo Bay. <laughs> Who knows? I mean, it could be in Florida. I mean, I know they passed that law, but I mean, secrets yeah. are secrets. Yeah. Until they're not. That's probably why they. Mm-hmm. That's why they passed the law. They got to keep it hush hush. Yeah. Speaking speaking of Florida though, what do you think of I mean what do you think of DeSantis? Ron DeSantis? Yeah. Think he's doing pretty good down there? I haven't made a decision to him. I don't either. But uh do do you think Yeah. Yeah, the narrative really isn't strong enough to really focal put the focal point on him. But um but uh, with what you know and this goes for me too because I don't follow it a whole lot um, do you think uh, he's what he's doing is a benefit for everybody or is he just trying to put a one up on himself so he can uh, run for the nominate the Republican nomination in 2024 he's a politician isn't he he's a, yeah, yeah exactly he's here to divide people and to uh, you know say bad guy, good guy, me good guy, and bad guy. Mm-hmm. So that or so that he can ascend the card in politics. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all a production, and that's all politics is. Politics is basically a popular contest that divides. Yeah. Politics. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, he's just he's playing off of one tribe to expand that tribe, so that yeah. he can have, and he's trying to take, he's trying to grow that 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 tribe, his Republicans, by potentially bringing over like more like moderate Democrats. That would that might look at him and be like, oh, you know what? I vote for him, and then they hate on me. It's just, it's, it is, it's a divide and conquer game. It's a game, and he's going to utilize it to potentially. Not saying he will. Maybe he doesn't. But I don't see why he doesn't. I mean, the man is obviously popular within his sector of the uh, conservative. Faction of our country, 
so and he's uh, quite adamantly hated by the liberal progressive left yeah. so why not why not do what you're doing now build up on that popularity and uh, take your politics to the White House potentially you know Eric Bischoff once said he even read a book about it controversy for his cat so exactly And, and what is what is what is what is more controversial than to initiate a law that is passed in your state assembly that you sign where it divides a populace between uh, two different warring populations between what schools should do and what they shouldn't do, and what parents should do, and what parents shouldn't do, involving kids. Yeah. Key, you know, kids. This wouldn't be a problem if the kids wouldn't be forced to go in the first place. Public, public education. I mean, it's one of the worst cons of, of our generation. Of of our <laughs> generations, I should say. It really is. Stop, it's a monopoly. Stop hacking at, at, at the limbs and start hacking at the root. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And this is where, like, people should have the ability to, like, parents should have the ability to send their kids to wherever they want to for schooling or not. They can always homeschool. Um, and, yeah, before before we go any further yeah something like well they do have choices they could go to a private well private schools private schools even charter schools a lot of times there a lot of times they are very highly expensive even charter schools and and a lot of times most kids if they don't have the means the money that, that their parents can pay they're, they have to have the grades in order to get the scholarships to go to these out, outlier schooling systems away from public school. And sometimes even with homeschool, there's a lot of these homeschooling curriculums. Uh, I mean, I, I take it from me, like I, I got homeschooled uh, one year out of my childhood life when I was in sixth grade. And uh, it, it, was, it was taxing, very, very, very strenuous curriculum um which was kind of fun though but it was also expensive for homeschooling now i'll be at my parents especially because we're catholics my dad was religion um it was a catholic homeschooling curriculum that we went through but still you have all these homeschooling outlets that or that can just be as expensive as a private school. So it so when it comes down to it, it's just cheaper, especially in this day and age when most parents um, they work, so you don't have time yeah. to stay home and watch your kid and all that. And both parents have to work, especially in our, our economy today. So. Uh, it makes it easier to send them off to public school where they really don't learn a goddamn thing but 
basically bullshit and about the only thing really that you could say that they probably learn is socializing and meeting friends yeah and getting bullied sometimes I mean let's be realistic okay everyone you do you really oh, yeah. need to learn advanced algebra to survive in real life you know once you hit a certain skill in math and reading you know you just kind of take off if you're interested in you can pursue it if not just forget it half the stuff in math we can we can automate on a, on a computer anyway mm-hmm. you know there's plenty, plenty of calculators online you know have an advanced uh, language uh, you know I'm sorry you shouldn't have to work and scrap English language everybody reads at an 8th grade level and you know it's just average you just need to be average like most people mm-hmm. there's no reason you're always gonna yeah. yeah all these years in school just because something happened 50 years ago 60 you know people weren't learning in in a common form of stuff like that so. Well, yeah, and and there's there's different tier levels. We're not yeah. all equal in intelligence, but yet we're all equal in intelligence to a certain extent because we're all human beings. But we're not all equal. Some yeah. people are going to be much more highly intelligent than others, and some are going to be dumber than a box of rocks. And then the, yeah. then you meet up in the middle, and like you said, majority of people are average in their thinking, in their motivation, in their logic, just everyday basic intelligence. And so there's just, there's too many different tiers. And when you have a system like our public education system, where where you're combining all sorts of intelligences with these kids, and you have, you're going to find yourself in most case scenarios, you're going to have a bored, highly intelligent child in a average class with majority average, and then a bunch of other kids that fall behind. And the teachers, I mean, they're just the, the curriculum base, especially when it comes to these state sanctioned testing that is mainly the focus, anyways, has they have to combine. A whole group of kids with different levels and so you may see an intelligent kid fall behind because they're bored average kids are lost and then the kids that are dumber than a box of rocks are just they're gone they're forgotten so they're not the the kids that are on the bottom they're not being worked with the average kids are being talked to on an average level by that one teacher and the smart kid is basically being dumbed down to be branched lower with the average dumbass curriculums that many of these public institutions uh, embrace. Yeah. Because there's no there's no focus on the fact that there are different intelligences anyways, and there's different skill levels. And you're exactly right. Like we're not gonna. It's the lowest. We're not. 
Yeah. Common denominator. Exactly. That's the lowest common denominator. Yeah. So, and and you're exactly you hit the you hit the the nail on the on the noggin. Um, you 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 pierce that nail in someone's eye right there, um, because that's exactly the case. Like nobody is focusing on the fact that there is a competition within skill and intelligence level, and so you do you have people. There's no point in having six different math levels that you have to go through. When it comes、yeah. down to it. What are you really going to be utilizing in real in the real world? You're yeah, I mean, adding up costs. Realistically, realistically, yeah. You learn that what in fifth grade?、Mm-hmm. I mean, look, I'm 32. I haven't used that since fifth grade. Yeah. I mean, you just pull you... the phone. Mm-hmm. 26 divided by whatever. Exactly. We have little calculators in our pockets now. Yeah. It's like that meme where the guy was sitting there with, with the CDs and he's got the radio and he's 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 got the he's got everything and then he and then the next frame is he's got a, his cell phone. It's everything that what it's like, you know, separate devices is all on the same device in the cell phone. Twenty years later. Exactly. I mean, you have a little mini computer in your pocket every day of the week, every hour, every second. I mean, every day, every. I mean, it doesn't matter. Like, people are people can get information literally in the palm of their hand in a hot flash. So, what's the point? It's just like with post-secondary schooling, with college, with university. They're becoming so obsolete anymore because they're so doggone expensive. Realistically,、yeah, the only way that you, yeah, the only way that you can get in anymore is is if you're able to attain a scholarship, and most most kids are not going to be be able to attain a scholarship. So we're back at square one with universities. The elite of the elite send their kids to these schools. That's it. I mean, and the only way that the average person is going to go to school is if they take out loans, or they're able, and maybe they get a grant here and there. Possibly they get a scholarship, probably not even no more than a partial scholarship, but they're going to have to take out loans. And quite frankly, there's not a whole lot of programs really in for our our world today. In our society, that people can go into,、um, and and actually graduate and get a job in. Unless I mean, unless you you want to become a lawyer or a doctor, I mean, an engineer, perhaps. But I mean, even now, I mean, realistically, like for like computer type deal, like IT, like you can learn how to code, or or and 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 and. Do computer computerization stuff on your own.、Um, yeah. Business, business. You really don't need to go to school at all because you can learn it on the fly in life. For, for the most part, I mean, management. I mean, you really need a degree to become a manager? Not really. 
I mean, you get your experience by like, I don't know, maybe you worked at Burger King at the age of 15 and within a couple years as being a teenager, next thing you know, you were able to move up, maybe. Next thing you know, yeah. you turn 17, 18, you're an assistant manager and you have an, so you gain that experience there too. And then you, maybe you, you go in, into the business realm after that. So yeah. there's so many different facets of, of society that you can actually learn uh, on the fly with the internet. I mean, look at look at us right now. Like we're recording on a podcast. You on your cell phone, me on my iPad, through a software program, an app. Um, and I mean, this is broadcasting, right? Do you really need yeah. to go to go to college to get a broadcasting degree? Get a communications no. degree? No. no. No, you can literally, you have the internet. You can branch yeah. out anywhere in the world and get a whole slew of, of viewership, of listenership, and, and manage that just by one upload at a time when you record. The only difference is you got to learn how to network. And with the internet, you can easily learn how to network just through social media, like Twitter, Facebook, Spot, uh, Snapchat, TikTok. Etc. Etc. Yeah, yeah. It's pursue those leads because you know, in my experience, it was at a raw specialist. I was working overnight as a mm-hmm. call it step system. This is lady that had been there for like twenty. I mean, she was invested. She was, you know, mm-hmm. working for the company. She wanted to make them mm-hmm. see. And the next thing you know, she gets fired. Hmm. In like 20 years. You know, that's a, that's a long time for a retail job. And just, that is. Yeah. And no one wants to become an hero, right? Mm-mm. To get in such a negative position that they feel like that's the only way to get out of but mm-hmm. at the same time, you shouldn't put all your eggs in one basket either. That's that what leads down to that down that path. So, but you know, everyone has a different plan in life. I can't tell you what to do. You can just offer your perspective. Yeah, I mean, you could always go to school, get into tens of thousands of dollars into loan debt, student loans, uh, paying for your gender studies program that it took you seven years to get, and uh, yeah. go be a Starbucks barista for the rest of your life. I mean, if that's... People who go to college have a, are, are dominating the field of gender studies by creating new genders every day. Amen, brother. Amen. You know what? I identify as a Gundam Mecha. I'm a Gundam Mecha. What are you? What do you identify as? Sorry. I identify as an attack helicopter. Fuck yeah. Black Hawk... It's Gundam meets Black Hawk Down. Yeah. One of these nights... Don't try to me out of my helicopter ever again. He's text on YouTube. It's a good, good uh, anime music video. Excuse me on the on the Gundam mech. I don't just identify as a Gundam mech. I identify as a Donald Trump 
talking Gundam mech in space. Hmm. Yeah. I just identify. I identify as Razor Ramon. Oh yeah. That. Hey. Bad guys too. <laughs> But uh, I lost my train of thought. Um, the fact is, is like whatever you want to do, um, is you you want to do something that makes you happy. So it doesn't matter. You don't want to get stuck in a rut. Um, but yeah, so you always want to have other opportunities that you want to build up to, um, and that does that that takes the step of networking and, and utilizing. The applications that were given uh, in, in, in any facet, whether it's real world or internet based, but um, you 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 take the opportunity that you get, and if that means you work at at Ross for dress for 20 years out of your life, good on you. That's awesome. Um, you're happy where you're at. It's a shame that she lost her job. She gets cancer and gets canned. Like like she's like it's a like she's nothing but that's just the world we live in sadly and everything in the corporate realm uh from the top to the bottom is at will you can be yeah you can lose your job especially on the bottom tier um just for your boss not liking your face so um so nothing is guaranteed and and that's no, exactly what life is anyways nothing yeah. is actually guaranteed you have to work for it I just, it makes me a little cynical to like oh we're a family company and then all of a sudden I would say that, that that's what they advertise I worked in enough jobs that claim to be family companies and then something happens and then all of a sudden it's not anymore it's the company like when those fires happen mm-hmm. yeah they fired everybody and then rehired. Well, that's and that's that's that could also you could also look at the the type of world we live in. There's the fast-paced, corporate-driven world where uh, the family businesses really can't compete. So what yeah. was once a fa- small family business with a small niche crew, um, they they end up. It, it becomes so less profitable to be able to stay on that small tier level to where the that family has to be able to live right well if they're drowning yeah. in debt trying to keep their business afloat they're eventually going to have to sell it out so they sell out they make uh they make up uh, they make enough value to be able to pay off their debts hopefully they're able to have some sort of like pushing room profit that they can maybe live up on but for the most part they're paying off their debts they might end up going back into some business maybe the same business down the road um but for the most part that's just how it is like small businesses just cannot truly compete in this hyper drive corporate uh federally subsidized world that we live in it's a shame it's a shame that we we can't have so many family businesses, so many smaller businesses, and they're out there. They succeed, but uh, there are some, those that, that succeed. But even then, it's it's rough. It's, I mean, so 
mean, I talked to a guy that said he owned a, a liquor store for like the last six, seven years. Uh, I think he said, I think he's around RA. And, um, especially when COVID hit, especially, it's rough to run it, but when COVID hit, didn't have the, the employees trying to stay, stay afloat. I think he ended up, uh, he didn't have a, a day off for himself for like six or seven months. Finally decided to, to, to let the, let the business go under and, uh, yeah. and just gave up on it. Cause why? I mean, it, it gets hard and strenuous when you have to be not only the boss of your business running your business but then now you're your own employee because you can't branch out and pay employees and when you can't pay employees they're not going to come back so and you're not going to be able to come you're not going to be able to get people because you're drowning in debt because you you can't so it, it just becomes too much of a hassle so people sell out I mean understandable if they don't sell out then they end up letting the business go to yeah go under and and uh that can put them into some deep shit too I mean because yeah. then they may have to file for bankruptcy both not even on the business level on the individual level as well which yeah. fucks you in the in today's world because your credit's gonna be down in, in the toilet yeah I mean, like, I remember seeing something a while ago about uh, they were illustrating the problems. These corporations, they'll find somebody to do business with in the United States, mm-hmm. and they really like the service, but it's too expensive for their their comfort level. And they keep looking for alternatives. They get somebody out of China, and they they, they meet the ability, uh, the financial needs of the company. And they're like, okay, well, we're going to have to end the contract with this other company in the United States. So they go and cancel the contract in the United States. The guy can't afford to stay in business, so he, he shuts down. They go, you know, they're getting all these products from China, and the quality is subpar. So they go, maybe we need, we need to go back to the guy that we were contracting with in the United States. And they go back to the, he's like, well, I'm sorry, I sold all the equipment. You know, I ran out of business because I couldn't afford, I couldn't afford paying my paying my bills so yeah yeah company it, of, they've none was screwed over the american mm-hmm. companies that they were worked with before but you know they've lost the quality that they they were comfortable with in each you know sacrifice pro in capacity yeah, and it, it's a shame that that happens, but I mean, you can't blame these corporations because their business is their business. And as much as we both despise the corporate level of business, and no business should rise to being above the market, but the fact is, yeah. a business is a business. They've made it, they made it because of the capitalist system, and they're yeah. moving. They're switching markets. They're moving to where it's more profitable for the market. So, would you go to where it's cheaper, and to yeah. where you and and the cheaper that you can make the product, the, the faster you can get it out there. And yeah, it may be shittier quality, quality, but um, it's 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 meeting the supply. It's the media, It's the supply meeting the demand by shifting to a cheaper labor market. So, I mean, they're just, they're fluctuating between the different markets themselves. So they're still staying within uh, a free market spectrum. 
it just yeah. ends up not becoming a free it ends up shrinking down uh shrinking down to a more centralized uh locale of of a, of a market because you lose access to the to the rest of the market as you're yeah. cornering it so you can stay cheap and supply yeah. Well, I mean, like, you know, it works both ways. There are companies mm -hmm. that really do overextend their stay mm -hmm. and they probably should have shut down a long time ago or, you know, been out outperformed. Mm -hmm. And then you got companies like Sears. For a hundred, hundred plus years, Sears was the place, you know, everybody loves Sears. They go there for oh, Christmas yeah. and stuff like that and, and see Santa Claus and, and now there's no more Sears, no more, there's no more Kmart. Mm-mm. I don't, I don't, I don't have any. I don't know anybody who had beef with Sears. Like you know, mm -hmm. nothing serious. Like you know, see the situation with Disney right now, down in Florida. Mm -hmm. That no one had to beef with Sears. Just wanted to do what they wanted to do and to help people. Mm -hmm. You know, they were part of the community. I guess Sears is an example of communism actually working. So. Real yeah, <clears throat> but they just they couldn't stay in business anymore. They were they just weren't no. they were no longer becoming they, they were, were no longer profitable. So, they were mismanaged by by uh -huh. and Wall Street. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah, those people got greedy, and as a result, the stability that Sears provided to the community faltered. When their quality faltered, they just—I mean, people just went elsewhere. I mean, obviously, I mean, would you choose now? Would you choose uh, Sears nowadays, or would you I just go straight to? In most of the places that we have around nowadays, like you know, people—people people love Radio Shack. Mm -hmm. They were mismanaged too, and mm -hmm. now, now we're at—we don't have a. You don't have that resource to draw from. Yeah. 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 Media play. They were mismanaged. Toys R Us. They were mismanaged. They, I'm surprised they lasted for as long as they did. Just well, they honestly, folded the, like ten they years were, ago. They were, they were starting to get rowdy. Toys R Us was. Mm -hmm. At the same time, you know, like it wasn't as significant as, as the situation now with with these corporations like this. Mm-hmm. And uh, and and that's the thing, and a lot of it has to do with also having to compete on a on another level with online retail. Um, so that kind of um, initiates a, a, a different a, a different frame of mind with the market. So and some of these companies just they just don't have the niche to yeah. be able to to compete in the internet world but then uh like we've been saying a lot of it also has everything to do with with how uh how cheap the labor market is in uh in the supply chain um in this globalized world um if you go to china or india outsource out there in order to bring cheaper quality stuff in high supply um back over here so 
thanks to Walmart, I think it all started with Walmart. It did. It all started essentially with Walmart, and uh, and now you have the Amazons of the world. Just remember, next time you partake or, or visit one of these places, real virtue hasn't been tried. Just remember, every time you visit one of these places, a Uyghur is working their ass off. To make sure you have a bodet attached to your toilet seat. <laughs> a cheaply made bodet that just connects right on the interior of your toilet bowl. It's not even a real bodet. No. It's just it's just a cheap tube that connects right there into your toilet. And then it squirts a little bit of water out every time you flush. When you, once you get it connected. And it's a pain in the ass to connect it. Because it was so cheaply made that it it's just it's just a straw. <laughs> but don't worry, you bought it. You bought it for nineteen ninety nine. Well, this has been fun. No, I never. They're, no. they're pretty cool actually uh, they can be really nice it's just basically an extra extension yeah for your to- toilet seat so you don't need to use toilet paper you just you hit the button and water sprays your butthole cleans the shit off after you take a big old dookie and all you have to do is flush get up think a lot of them I think it's it's a it's the flush mechanism anyways you just yeah. get up pull your trousers up wash your hands soap and water unless you're an avid redneck American who just walks in takes a shit wipes their ass and doesn't and then walks out yeah. I've seen I've, I've seen many people in a public restaurant do that literally walk out of the stall and it smells like they just took a big old poop when you walk in to take a pit take a pee and yeah. somebody just walks out of the stall toilet flushes they walk out walk right past the sink out the door it's like man no wonder we got a COVID problem so it's, it's not even a COVID problem it's a C. diff problem passing yeah. everybody off shake the next person's hand touch the next doorknob it's like you're yeah. passing off an infection right there Well, this has been that's fun. The real pan- Man, that's the real pandemic. See that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, where's the World Health Organization on that one? And the CDC. Just don't maybe ask them about maybe- my one. Yeah. They're recommending. You know what the CDC's re- recommendation for CDF would probably be? What? Don't take a shit. I don't even like these. I don't either, but I mean, sometimes you got to, especially if you're at work too. Yeah. And that's all you have. You got to, I mean, but yeah, public restrooms are, are the nastiest places. I mean, they're, they're so German fested because they're, because I mean, it, it depends on the place you walk into. It depends on where you work, where you go. 
uh, but like most places, especially in the store, because you have so much influx, so so large of crowds coming and going, um, there's just not a whole lot of time, and there's probably a shortage of people to actually clean them too, uh, that they just don't get cleaned. So, I mean, it's it, it, it's nasty to walk in, especially like a gas station too. I never, I hardly ever, I'll, I'll you know, if I'm on the road, uh, if I'm on a road trip, I'll try my best to go somewhere that I know the bathroom's going to be decent, or yeah. like a Red Lobster, <laughs> yeah. or a Cracker Barrel, uh, yeah, or I will, or I will just pull off on the side of the road if I just have to take a pee and just pee. <laughs> I mean. Luckily, especially somebody driving across the country. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Uh, I feel bad for. That's one thing I feel bad for these semi truck drivers is the fact that they they don't have most of their trucks aren't going to have a toilet. Although I heard that yeah. a lot of Canadian truckers um, actually do have a toilet, but here in the here in the states, our truckers don't unless you customly build it. Yeah. I guess I guess Canadian communism does work on that aspect. Yeah. I'm going to Canada. No. Well, you know, <laughs> if you're ever on the run, you're probably not gonna go to Mexico. I'm on the run. I'm gonna go to Mexico. Or would you go to yeah. Mexico? You got miles and miles and miles and thousands upon miles of open border between Canada and the United States. Yeah, but see, see the thing went. Mm-hmm. How can they really prove? Excuse me, folks. He went silent for a second. I don't know. I'd I'd uh I'd go to Canada first off because I look like Canadians, most of them at least, and uh, I can head up to Canada and then go hide in the mountains of like Alberta or British Columbia or in the woodlands or in northern Ontario. Or yeah. I wouldn't want to go to Mexico though, although it would be probably the better place to go. Uh, I'm 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 white. They have they have cartel murderers down there. They're gonna see me and be like, oh, right for the picking. Maybe they even kidnap me and try to ransom me off. They're not gonna get anything, so I'm gonna end up being another unmarked grave in the middle of uh, the northern deserts. The home man. Or the jungles. I don't know. Not saying that the people, I mean, there's a reason why people are trying to flood from the south north of the border. Yeah. A lot of it has everything to do with uh, globalization and American imperialism, but uh, safety concerns too. Yeah. And corrupt governments. 
that are more corrupt than ours. Yep. So, uh, we're blessed. I mean, really, we are. We're blessed because we we do. I I still believe, adamantly believe, we do live in, like, the greatest country in the world. But fuck the government. And fuck its unrestrained, corporate-dominated, imperialistic, and interventionist ideals in the fucking fed in the fucking state and let's just live our lives we got the internet for a reason exactly so and if you violate my nap I'm gonna make sure I'm strapped and you're gonna get clapped otherwise I just wanna live peacefully just live you want to live I want to live they want to live he wants to live she wants to live it wants to live the Gundam mech wants to live the attack helicopter wants to live Donald Trump wants to live Joe Biden probably doesn't Joe Biden probably wants to die almost 80 years old and going through dementia and his son's a crackhead at the age of 50 and an idiot yeah. I feel sorry for Joe, actually. Uh, the wrong son died. I, I don't know how, how it would have been if, if maybe Hunter would have been the one to die instead of Bo. But, I mean, Hunter probably should have been the one to die of a drug overdose and Bo, Bo lived. He'd probably be a happier man. Maybe he's not president. Maybe he's, he's president to fulfill something. He can he can get away with touching babies now without anybody uh, scratching their head and wondering. Whoa, yeah. whoa! Did you just kiss my toddler? Oh, that's okay. You're the president of the United States. <laughs> yeah, I can definitely see where society's going with that. Yeah, society's. Fun. I think everybody's watching a, a slow. I'm just here for the the entertainment of the chaos. Let the world burn, because I know when the as the world burns, uh, there's gonna be a there's gonna be a great apocalypse. There's gonna be a great change, because what oh. I'm like, I mean, it's a, it's the mountaintop scenario. When you go when you reach the top, the only way left the only thing left to do is to go down. You're either gonna go down the opposite way, the op- yeah, the the path that you already know, or you're gonna tumble down the other side. So, with yeah. that, uh, the best case scenario would probably be, oh, I've reached the top. Let's go back down the path we already know because it's safer. We know it, and then we'll reach summit, or we're gonna crash and burn and die yeah, from going down the treacherous side that we don't know because both sides are going to be treacherous but we know the side that we just came from so the fact of the matter is it can be a good sign where we're at now 
because maybe just maybe we're finally realizing we've reached the top why don't we slowly backtrack and head back down to the summit where in which we came and start anew yeah let's see and we'll try to climb again or maybe it might be better down at that summit who knows yeah we don't but why make the tumble down the other slope and crash burn and die which is where right now that's the trajectory that we're leading towards is yeah. uh the crash the crash landing and and the death of the destruction but uh yeah that's where i look yeah. at it. let the let the world burn so that maybe something great can forge out of the fire Well, you know, George Carlin had that line, big club and you ain't in it, and welcome to the big tent. So maybe they're expanding mm-hmm. the big club so that everybody can be in the big Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and uh, so if the Republicans are trying to expand the tent, the big tent, what are the Democrats trying to do? Uh... They're trying to pitch the tent. They're still trying to yeah. pitch it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Neocons w- were always a little bit ahead of the progressives, probably because the neocons were the original progressives. Considering the Republican Party, around just ahead of her. Yeah, considering the fact that the Democrats were the uh, the original conservative party and trying to conserve slavery. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, but uh, so yeah, that makes sense. They're still trying to pitch the tent. The Republicans are trying to expand it so they can finally get back on top, and we're all going free fall down the mountain. Yeah, fantastic. Someone's getting screwed. Hopefully, some Democrats, man. It really matter because they're on the same team. They're all on the same team. It's uniparty politics one on one. Big club. According to Michael Malice, in a free country, there is more than one. There's a, uh, there's only two dear leaders. Mm-hmm. Who's the? Who's something the like that. Well, Michael, there's only one dear leader in my country, and that is Kim Jong Un. Oh, glorious leader! Now let's sing yeah. North Korean, the People's Republic of Korea's national anthem. Do you even know it? I don't either. I think it's just bitch Staying alive. alive. <laughs> huh? Staying alive. Staying alive. That's what it is. It's staying alive. <laughs> While he aimlessly presses a button, launches a nuke, it it barely hits off the coast of Japan, and then he gets free money from everybody else. That's just, I mean, that's smart, man. Just launch a nuke into the ocean, cause a tsunami down the road, but who knows? Who cares? You get free foreign aid from everybody. Good job, Kim. 
Good job. Good job. You fat piece of fucking shit. While the rest of your citizen, your subjects are dying of starvation and scurvy. Well, you know, he was just foreshadowing what's going on in China right now. What the hell is going on in China, man? They have, they're like taking this, they're taking this police state shit to overdrive. I think they're, they're all learning. Real, I think they're all learning that real communism hasn't been tried. They're starting to realize that. I think they're they're finally realizing. You know what? In order to be communist, we have to lock people up, murder them indiscriminately. As we lock people indiscriminately up for just living life for COVID reasons we say to you old great Xi Jinping dear leader of the world fuck you China loses you aren't taking over to the people of China god I hope communism falls so you can finally be free so just remember, what you wanted to prove will always be there for you. With that, I am Buck Isaac. This is Andrew Joseph. And we are the Legacy Right. Challenging in the Legacy Narrative, our perspective, to free you from the clutches of the Legacy Narrative. Hold on to your Legacy Right, people. It's going to be a hell of a ride. Thank you.